1: a part of this amazing community. Visit donate.kqed.org/slash podcasts to become a member today. That's podcasts with an S. Thank you for listening and thank you for your support.
2: From KQED. Welcome back to Forum. I'm Alexis Madrigal. Steph Curry has done it. He set a new NBA record for career three-pointers this week. His career total is now 2,977, surpassing Ray Allen's record set in 2014, and just as Warriors fan, to note on uh, many fewer attempts. Here he is at Tuesday's post-game press conference.
0: I never want to call myself the greatest shooter until I got this record, so... I'm comfortable saying that now. So,
2: we... Love Steph Curry here on the show, and we would just love to talk with you about Steph. The number is 866 733 6786. That's 866 733 6786. Little tributes to Steph Curry's, maybe memories of Steph during particularly that incredible dynastic run, which, of course, may be returning right now, uh, you can get in touch, Twitter, Facebook, Instagram. We're at KQED Forum. Or you can email your memories of Steph or how you think Steph Curry has changed the game to forum at kqed.org. Full sports radio here uh, on KQED this morning. You can give us a call at 866-733-6786 to talk about Steph Curry's legacy. One of the things I find most impressive about Steph Curry, there's a great article by Marcus Thompson in The Athletic looking at every three-pointer that Steph has ever made. And it's really amazing because when you look at how Steph shoots and where, he's like no other basketball player. It's like if you look around the three-point line, you can see that every single point around that three-point line, Steph Curry makes three-pointers from there, and he makes them in a bunch of different ways. He makes them pulling up. He makes them uh, getting the ball from from other people and spotting up. He makes them just in every conceivable way and and from all over the court. So here to talk with us and you all about Steph is the athletic columnist Marcus Thompson, author also of Golden, The Miraculous Rise of Steph Curry. Welcome to the show, Marcus.
0: Yo, thanks for having me. I, I appreciate it.
2: Yeah, for sure, for sure. So you tell us, I mean, you're the basketball writer. I'm just like a nacho-eating fan. Um, you're the basketball writer. What makes Steph different? What makes him special,
0: uh, it's a mixture of things. Uh, it's a it's a concoction of genetics, uh, insane insane work ethic, and opportunity. Like it's it's somebody who really sees an opportunity. Uh, he looks very regular, right? Like if you saw Steph Curry in the line at Chipotle, <laughs> you probably would <laughs> he would jump out, right? Like you would be like, "Ooh, there's a superstar," but. Um, He somehow, like, engineered himself into an all-time great because he's got his daddy's genes, right? He has some intangible skills that just cannot be replicated, like hand-eye coordination, depth perception, like touch and feel. Uh, But also he has worked like a maniac to hone his craft and become uh, an all-time great. Uh, And obviously playing in the era he played in, the era he essentially created, uh, gives him the opportunity to be him because there are times, there are times in basketball history where you were not allowed to shoot what he shoot the shots he shoots. So, but he lives in the era now where yeah, it's a fair game, go for it. Uh, yeah. So it definitely has helped him.
2: So you know, if we go through the different records that Steph had already broken before this, you know, single season three point record just blew everybody else away. The number of games with more than ten three pointers, it's like Steph, and then the entire league is like an order of magnitude lower. Um, wasn't it already clear that he was the best shooter of all time, even before this
0: record? Oh, no question. This was a, this was a formality, right? This is, this was getting your diploma. <laughs> like when you already know you got all the credits, it's like, all right, now I'm walking the stage.
1: Yeah. Um, we all knew.
0: And, and the reason why it was significant is because it was significant to Steph Curry. Like it mattered to him. He wasn't ready to wear the crown until he passed Ray Allen. Uh, and so he made it a significant thing. But we kind of already knew um, the diversity of how he shoots. Like, there's just nobody like him. The He literally changes the geometry of basketball. But in his Wait, mind, when people, just
2: for, for, said, for listeners who aren't, like, full-on basketball nerds, what does it mean when we say Steph changes the geometry of basketball?
0: So... The court is 94 feet, right? And, and, you know, obviously half of that is, is 46 feet um, or 48, whatever, 47 feet. But the, the defense only operates in the realm or historically has only operated in the realm that protects the basket. So defenders are known, like, it's all about protecting the paint. That's, that's how it's been forever since George Mikan was the first superstar, right? Like, it's protecting the paint. But Steph has stretched the court. Because he shoots from so far, because you have to guard the three-point line, it pulls the defense out. So now the parameter that people play on the court is larger, which Mm -hmm. creates all kinds of new angles and openings. uh, Because it's still five guys they just have to cover a larger space. So that's how he changed the geometry because the game is not closer to the basket. It's further out, and it stretches the defense in ways that we've never seen before. Yeah.
2: Before we go to some calls, um, I wanna talk a little bit about the other contenders for greatest shooter of all time and how they're sort of different from Steph. Um, we got Reggie Miller. What do you think? Where does he rank?
0: I think Reggie Miller is, is definitely top five. Uh, he First off, I give a little extra credit when you burst Steph, right? Steph became Steph Curry because he idolized Reggie Miller. <laughs> so when you see him running off the screen, right, like that's that's Reggie Miller. Uh, but Reggie's incredible, and Reggie did his damage in an era where nobody else was doing it. And not, it's not like it is now, where everybody shoots threes. Reggie was the exception to the rule. He was different. Uh, so like just his ability to operate and become a three-point shooter in an era where everybody was posting up makes him vitally unique. Uh, yeah. But there's a lot of great shooters in NBA history that we tend to forget about.
2: Yeah, I mean, you know, Ray Allen is also the, another obvious comp, but what about Clay Thompson? I mean, President Obama famously, when the Warriors were at the White House, was like, actually, Clay's Stroke is better than your stuff. It's true,
0: right? <laughs> there's, a, there's, a, there's like Picasso kind of abstract art that's beautiful in its own right. And, and then there is like the textbook stuff, like the, the classic beauty that that's Clay Thompson's stroke. If you, if you, if you wrote a book on how to shoot, it's Clay Thompson, right? When you tell kids how to shoot, it's Clay Thompson. Steph does a lot of things. You probably, I was about to say, if you them. made a
2: TikTok on how to shoot, that's Steph Curry.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's no question. That's Steph Curry. So in, in that sense, yes, there's a, there's a definitely a pure elegance to Klay Thompson's shot. Uh, but there's such a variety to Steph's shot. There's such a, like, it's just not replicable. It's, it's crazy how fast he gets it off in the various angles and the different types of ways he shoots it. Like, that's what makes him great. But Klay Thompson is definitely in that top five. I'm putting Larry Bird in there, too. We forget about Larry Bird. He was an insanely good shooter. Oh, that's interesting. I, yeah, I do forget about him.
2: Um, Drew from Oakland, welcome to the show. Hi, how are you doing? Hey, good, good, welcome.
0: So, you know, uh, we can talk a lot about how Steph is an incredible basketball player, but I want to share a story about how he's also an incredible person. Um, I've run restaurants here in the Bay for a while, and I've seen lots of celebrities come through, uh, other sports figures, and I have to say that every time that Steph has been into one of my restaurants, the graciousness uh, with which he treats the staff, talks to his fans, Uh, you know, he's come back into the kitchen to take selfies with, uh, (laughs) line
2: cooks. He's just such a class act. Man. Oh, thank you for that story. You know, it's funny, Marcus. I feel like that, I hear stories like that, like, pretty often. And it's strange, because with sports figures, you're kind of always, you know, they're a celebrity, so you're kind of, like, poking at that public persona. But it seems like it kind of goes all the way through with
0: Steph. You know, I, I've known Steph since he got to the NBA, it's jarring. Like you're like, Hey, I think he forgets. He's a global superstar. It's, it's kind of amazing how he can maintain this like everyday man persona, this kind of down to earth perception. Like it really will wow you like that. This is Steph Curry and he's looking you in the eye. He's caring about your answers to his questions, right? He's making time. Like it's part of his, like personality and how he operates and it just never changed as the, the bigger he got it never stopped so it is it's one of the jarring elements i have to remind myself sometimes like you know this dude is like the biggest star in the <laughs> globe right you start naming the most recognizable celebrities he's there but he makes you feel like he's just a dude you met in line at Chipotle. <laughs> I, I mean,
2: I hope he loves Chipotle. Um, Bruce know, from right? Fairfax. Oh, I'm <laughs> sorry,
0: I should say Subway. He's got a Subway deal. <laughs> there you go.
2: There you go. <laughs> um, Bruce from Fairfax, welcome to the show.
3: Hey, thanks so much for having me, Alexis. I got a couple of comments to make, too, that relate to what you're talking about. First, on a personal basis, and I won't mention the other stations, but I worked for all the three big AM stations in town for many years and covered the Warriors closely. And the thing I love about Steph Curry, aside from all the things that your listeners and your guests are talking about, is the fact that he plays the game the way it should be played. In other words, he's constantly in motion. If you watch him on the court, Mm -hmm. he not only plays, you know, very good defense, but he is always looking for that opening. He pulls defenders with him. The thing I like most about Steph, not only shooting the three-point shot, which is so Unreal to watch sometimes is the fact that a lot of times he he draws a double team, even a triple team. He'll find an open man, or instead he'll find a way to, to get weave the shot his up. way between. Well, yeah, but he'll find a way. He, he will find a way to get a shot up, but he'll find a way to weave his his uh, route through defenders, bigger guys. It's like the forest of arms and legs. He somehow is in fast motion, and he crosses under the basket and lays, you know, just floats one up. And in. I love watching that. I mean, the three point shot is great, but it happens all the time and people sort of expect it. It's from a standpoint of a purist, because I played a little basketball in high school and college. I just love the way the Warriors play. And, you know, it's it's a throwback kind of a, a way of playing. I remember early in my career, I got to cover the Warriors at 74, 75. I don't think a lot of your listeners know about that, team, but they came out of nowhere to win a championship. They had a guy named Rick Berrigan, They had a coach named Al yeah. but they didn't have a, a lot of superstars, but they played as a team. They mm-hmm. played defense, which is the way you win games. You don't win games by shooting threes necessarily. You win the games by playing defense, by shutting people off, by blocking them out, by double teaming. And the Warriors do that so well. You got Draymond Green and Steph Curry, who are two of the smartest people on the court. And then you have other people like Andre Iguodala, who, although he's in his sunset years, is a future coach if he wants to be. And then you got young guys, you know, like Wiggins, who actually isn't that young. or Joseph Yeah, Weiss, but still
2: younger than Fairfax. you remember.
3: Yeah. Yeah. I, uh, well, Steph Curry is in his prime, so enjoy him. He's a transcendent yeah. figure. He reminds me a lot of Joe Montana. You know, great supporting cast, but he is the and guy that makes player. it happen. He's fun to watch. Thank you yeah. so
2: much, Bruce, from Fairfax. You know, Marcus uh, Thompson – uh, I want to ask about that team element because there there are a lot of questions about like, well, should Steph be on the ball more? Do the Warriors pass too much? Should they have a more, you know, playing uh, a, a pick and roll at the top just so we can get up shots? Um, what do you think about the Warriors as a team and the kind of superstar that Steph Curry is and the way that it enables them to play?
0: I don't even think we really appreciate it at this point. I, I think it's something that in a when you're looking back on his career, you realize how, how odd it is. Uh, the Warriors have this superstar, this legendary figure, and he sets screens for other people. (laughs) (laughs) It just that, that doesn't happen. Like you, you don't, there's not a lot of clips of Kobe Bryant setting screens for lesser players, but it's why like, like opportunity is a big part of it. Um, he is, essentially using himself as a sacrifice for the rest of the team. Uh, And that makes players who otherwise wouldn't, you know, be able to score the way they do, they get this freedom. In basketball, we call it gravity because Steph is the central force and the defense kind of always draws to him, which creates all this other stuff. Uh, it, it's actually amazing that they can build a whole offense around a six foot three guard, right? <laughs> this is, a, this doesn't happen in basketball history. It's always about the big man, yeah. but here you go. This little kid out of Charlotte has a whole offense crafted around them. Um, I, I do think one of the concerns about the Warriors offense is it, At some point, basketball is still about beating your man. Like, one-on-one, just taking your man off the dribble. And the Warriors tend to, like, use their movement and passing to create better advantages. But in the end, it's still somebody who has to beat their man. And that's one of the things that they had with Kevin Durant Mm. uh, that made them so, like, incredible. Because if the defense is going to guard Steph, like, you know, like he's this, you know, they don't want him to breathe then somebody else has to be able to beat their man. And the question is, when the playoffs, when the defense is at its best, when everybody on the In court the fourth is fourth really quarter is good, yeah. do they have those players? And that's a lot on Andrew Wiggins mm-hmm. uh, and, and Jordan Poole and Clay Thompson. So that's the one question I have, but they, they, the possible answers are really good. Yeah. Uh, Let's get to a couple of listener
2: comments. Curtis writes, Without question, Steph is the greatest shooter in the history of the game. Besides his shooting prowess, there are two measuring sticks. First, he's not simply a prolific shooter. He's the catalyst for championships. Second, his shooting literally demoralizes an opponent. You literally see uh, slumped shoulders of opponents and almost a feeling of hopelessness. That is greatness. Doug writes, With all of the focus on his perimeter shooting, let's not forget about Steph's other approach to scoring. He puts his body on the line with the most awe-inspiring moves in the paint and gets to the line time after time. My five-year-old son grew up confusing the word Steph Curry with slippery. Anytime my son would lose his footing, he'd exclaim, Steph Curry! And it finally dawned on us one day that this came from seeing Steph fall to the floor after putting English on countless gorgeous layups. Steph's grace even when falling and humility make him an inspiration for the next generation. Uh, Marcus Thompson, one more uh, question for you on Draymond Green's uh, podcast, which is, of course, called the Draymond Green Show. uh, He mused that this record that Steph just broke would be broken within 10 years of Steph retiring from basketball because guys just shoot so many more threes now. Do you think that's right?
0: I don't think that 10 years is right. I think that's way too soon. (laughs) I mean, it took Steph 12 years to get to this mark, right? That would mean somebody would have to be even more efficient than Steph. I don't know about that. (laughs) I don't think anybody who's currently playing will be able to pass the number that Steph retires with. But there's some kid out there who looks at basketball a completely different way because of Steph Curry. They're going to enter the league with that paradigm a paradigm Steph did not have when he entered the league, a paradigm Ray Allen did not have, uh, or anybody before Steph, that the three-point shot is great. It's something that should be taken. And if you master it, you have this cheat code, right? That that's that's how kids are viewing the game. So somebody's gonna come into the league taking 10 threes a game for 15 years, and they don't even have to make 43% like Steph. They make 38%, they'll be in the range. So I do think it'll happen. It just won't happen in 10 years.
2: <laughs> yeah. Um, to your point, one last listener comment. Sydney writes. I can see how Curry has changed the game when I see my boys play high school basketball. Our son plays on the freshman team, and he has a young coach that allows his players to shoot an open shot from anywhere on the court. Unfortunately, the varsity coach, who is older, will not allow that kind of shooting and will pull players off the court if they do. Probably, maybe not for long. We Good have job. been. Yeah. (laughs) We have been talking about Steph Curry's legacy after he broke the NBA three-point record this week with Marcus Thompson. He's senior columnist at The Athletic and also author of Golden, The Miraculous Rise of Steph Curry.
0: Thanks for joining us, Marcus. Absolutely. Thanks for having me. Welcome to history, baby.
2: Yeah, that's right. I'm Alexis Madrigal. Coming up, there's another hour of Forum Ahead with Mina Kim.